0: Welcome to episode 463 of Outlandish Podcast. I'm your host, Matt. With me, i have Justin. Hello. really uh, need to see if... Uh, you had mentioned a while back to try to get somebody else on. We should probably see if... You know, somebody wants to get on. Maybe Alex or Justin or yeah. uh, John or somebody. I don't know. Um So, we were talking about magic. Um, so, I'll just start there since since it's hot on my, hot, a hot topic right now. Yeah, for anybody that's that's following magic, uh, they started they announced uh, three or four months back Magic the Gathering,
1: know. the card game.
0: That's correct. Well, you know, I mean, maybe we're talking about magic.
1: <laughs> yes, we're talking about magi- magicians. Yeah
0: um so about uh, i actually probably earlier than that maybe at the beginning of the year close to the beginning of the year they were they announced that they were going to do a 30-year celebration They're coming up on the 30-year They
1: kind of have to
0: celebration of magic the gathering
1: although it's always kind of funny to me it's like you know you celebrate your 10-year you celebrate your 20-year 20 20-year 20 do you do the 25, 25th you would think, right? Seems that's, like twenty fifth is a twenty fifth anniversary. I wonder how. I wonder how that happened. I guess what was it's the?
0: A, uh, well, isn't that bicentennial?
1: Uh, bicentennial is two hundred years.
0: What's the? Oh, what was the? Was that a bicentennial quarter? Yeah, it was seventeen seventy six to nineteen seventy six, wasn't it?
1: Yes, that was the bicentennial quarter. Yep.
0: Okay. I thought there was like a twenty-five-year quarter, or something. I thought we not that
1: it. I know of, but yeah. So then, like, do you do twenty and twenty-five and thirty? Because I think cause you got to make a decision.
0: Shouldn't they celebrate every twenty-five years for a quarter?
1: I, I don't. Oh, <laughs> makes sense. It makes sense, Matt. Literally, I'm feeling you on this.
0: <laughs> it makes sense.
1: I'm feeling you on this. We would have had one in two thousand one, and twenty twenty six. Anyway,
0: uh, Magic the
1: Gathering thirty years.
0: Yeah, so they announced that they were going to do a big. They were going to kick off this thirty years.
1: It's wild, uh, by the yeah, way, Matt, to, to know that we've you've been playing for twenty five of those thirty years. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: but yeah, yeah, we started back in ninety
0: eight. Yeah. Um. So it's funny. Uh, so they announced that they were going to kick it off uh, at a Las Vegas event in October. So this month, the end of this month, they're doing like some kind of big. And it's like, but but that's not when the year starts. Like that's not thirty years. You're still you're still in this year. Like, yeah, that's, that's not how that works.
1: Well, they they want to they want they gotta pump you. They gotta pump yeah. you for as much as they can.
0: And so they're kicking it off uh, at the end of this month with this big celebration in Las Vegas and like tickets were like astronomical, like airfare of course right now is just astronomical. I Um, just found
1: that out. I don't know what the, I mean, it's like some of those things where I was like, what happened? Oh, well, yeah, this makes sense actually.
0: (laughs) Well, that's the problem, right? Like you're booking a plane ticket probably, for like months in advance, yeah. So you have to pay the price now for a ticket when like prices could go down in two months.
1: True, right? right? So I like- mean, seems likely to me. I, I guess I'm just cynical about the whole world right now. But yes, yeah. that is definitely a possibility.
0: Well, I mean, it's like how you you buy. That Indianapolis ticket, right? I mean, you bought mm-hmm. that like several months in advance and you paid
1: yeah.
0: a cheaper price than probably what it was.
1: Oh, for sure. Definitely cheaper than what I'm looking at now. <laughs> I'm looking at about $1,000 round trip just to go Ooh. home. Just to go home. What? With stops. <laughs> and and yeah, it's around Christmas. Um, if If I were to like get there really early and leave really late take the bus is that what you said
0: (laughs) let's look at the bus Uh, uh, let's
1: look at the terrain let's see uh, i'm gonna
0: go i'm just gonna put in seattle because you know it's way easier and i'm just gonna put
1: i mean you're gonna find cheaper than that You're going to find Spirit Airlines and Frontier, and I'm just, I'm sorry, I'm not going to.
0: (laughs) I'm not going to belittle myself for that.
1: I'm not going to bother with those.
0: It's a shame that, you know, I mean, Frontier, I guess, just does not have a way to turn itself around.
1: Yeah, I don't really know much about the airline, honestly. I
0: wonder if you could get back. How long do you think a bus trip would take?
1: <laughs> you know, I've never taken a bus across country. Does, does the bus stop so that the driver can sleep at some point? Or do you they definitely
0: like. definitely trade off buses.
1: So they trade. I see. I yeah. see. That makes more sense. That makes more sense. Yeah. Uh, two and a half days.
0: It looks like.
1: 54 hours, I don't know, 56 hours.
0: You would leave at 7:15 a.m. and get there 2 days later at 12:30 p.m. Okay. 51 wow. hours. I was
1: really close.
0: And you would make 4 transfers. <laughs> 51. And that's you would leave on a and that's you leaving on a Friday. I put it down the sixteenth, so you should arrive by Sunday, and then, and that's I don't know economy Fair. Like, is there a first class bus? <laughs> what? What's economy extra? Uh, economy extra? Priority boarding, like. Are our seats in the bus <laughs> better?
1: Yeah, I have no idea. I don't know. I mean, I don't know
0: that. Oh, boy. I was going to make We're it better. way off I'll, track. I'll make the bad joke. I mean, Rosa Park would tell you there's better seats.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Getting on a bus or something like that. I'm just going to walk right past that one. <laughs> uh, On a plane, I understand it. On a bus, I'm always like, do I want to be in the front or do I want to be in the back? I don't know. I guess I want to be in the front. Towards the front. I mean... But, you know, most buses these days, they have a door towards the back. There's a
0: restroom probably in the back.
1: Of the the Greyhound bus? Yeah. Yeah. So you probably
0: don't want to be near that.
1: Right, that makes sense.
0: Oh, it's faster on the way back, Justin.
1: Hmm. You're well, gonna set,
0: you're going to shave off about two it, hours.
1: It, I was. Gonna- <laughs> oh wait, there, save this time maybe.
0: No, yeah. Wait, does that work with time travel?
1: Does that work with time travel?
0: With tr- with the amount of time you are traveling, like
1: It definitely. I mean, if you're talking about when you leave and when you get there, the yes, the <laughs> amount
0: of time you were traveling though is still the same amount of time. It's true. But only the yeah, it would time take this thing in
1: which... both ways. Like it's not I'm not going to get there faster. I mean, at right. least I shouldn't. If anything, yeah, no. <laughs> at least I shouldn't. I know when I fly, I fly home faster because apparently flying into I mean, you know, aerodynamics. I don't know. Apparently, yeah. flying into the wind, maybe it's more fuel efficient, so they can get going faster. I have no idea. But
0: flying into the wind would be slower. You would think. Not with the plane,
1: because like the wind is what keeps you in the air. But then again, I don't know that we're getting into a realm that we should not be
0: <laughs> ah, People love this. People love us trying to figure <laughs> out. I just got out. off
1: to not have the brain capacity. I, I, I tend to get home faster when I fly back from St. Louis to Seattle. That's what I know.
0: So, I don't so know the
1: reasoning for it.
0: How much do you think it costs <laughs> for this trip on the bus? On the bus,
1: uh, I'm going to assume. I'm going to say that is a fucking eight hundred dollars. Raise that round trip. Round trip. Round trip. Eight hundred dollars.
0: It's five seventy ninety eight. Okay. I would have thought it would cost $200. Really? I don't know. I just, I think a bus is like the, you know, the worst transportation possible for travel, you know? Or the, so it'd be the cheapest. I think it always is the cheapest travel.
1: I, ugh, I don't know if I'd rather take a bus or the fucking Amtrak. I think I'd rather take the bus.
0: Well, you do, I mean, you could get a sleeper car.
1: Yeah, but the goddamn Amtrak, it's stopping all the time, and it took forever for us to get across the desert southwest. At least it seemed like it did. At least the bus feels like it's, it's going straight through, but then again, the bus gets stuck in traffic. I gotta look up a fucking train. You, you don't have to. I, I, Two minutes ago, we you people
0: don't want to know right now. <laughs> you, you mention it, they're like, "Oh, I got a fucking." Know.
1: Oh, I got to hear. How much is the train?
0: I mean, they brought it up. I got a fucking know.
1: I don't. I don't know what the 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 path looks like for a train from St. Louis to Seattle.
0: Well, that and like, can you specify a return date? Like is that possible? I figure you just get there whenever the train gets there right? I mean it's a train it can't like be making it's on rails I mean like all right uh God, damn <laughs> sleeper cars are expensive uh so getting from Seattle to St. Louis two hundred and nineteen dollars. Or $994 for a room.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, I sometimes wonder, like, I mean, the only people taking a train car, a train with a sleeping car these days are people like us when we did it. Yeah. Like seven years ago. Like, just to do it. Yeah, just yeah, to try it. It's more expensive. It takes longer. <laughs> Alright,
0: and then from It's a great
1: experience. I I will always say everyone should do that at least once. Don't really have any urge to do it again.
0: I will tell you, Justin, it is six hours slower.
1: Than the bus? Than the bus. Ah. Give me that bus. Like, ha, gotcha, bitch. Give me that bus.
0: Alright, let's see here. Wait, am I having to buy a two two tickets for each way uh, let me see what this does just tell me the fucking overall price are you bringing a bicycle my. golf clubs <laughs> a pet oh my oh my god Justin oh $447 $447 Justin Hmm. You can get up, walk around. You can go to a lounge car. My God. The time. <laughs> hmm. Oh, these... Huh? Bus... In this picture, this bus seat... It looks pretty nice. Oh, yeah. Looks this guy's got a I'd say it's a full size laptop out. It's got a little it's got a little drop down thing. I think these got it on almost like a plane. Huh? I'll have to I'll have to later on. I'll have to watch some YouTube videos of like Greyhound reviews or something. I've already had the train experience I mean i would hate to part this world, not having that bus no, I wouldn't <laughs> so anyway, anyways. about magic we were talking about magic, magic.
1: thirty year anniversary, yeah mm-hmm.
0: so they're having the thirty year anniversary thing um and in in that news uh leading up to now uh later on in the year, here we are in October. This was back in, like, you know, April or March when they announced this 30-year this celebration. So now here we are in October, and they've announced some other 30-year stuff. Uh, the uh, One thing is that uh, they're doing these promos for every pre-release for this year and leading, uh, next year. So you're going to get some uh, retro promos uh, that they're coming out with one promo. For each year of magic that was relative to that year of magic, so um, in the, uh, this past Dominaria United pre-release, they had the choice of Sarah Angel, um, Findhorn Elves, or Ball Lightning. And so they had,
1: so, meaning if you moves. meaning if meaning if you entered a pre-release tournament, you would get. One of those promos? Yes, yeah,
0: you would get to pick from one of those three promos.
1: To get. Okay. And what are these like foil?
0: Yeah, they're like foil, retro, uh, kind of cool frame promos. Hmm. I'll, uh, I'll uh, send you a link on them. Or you can
1: look it up. Uh, yeah, I'm looking it up.
0: 30 year promo, 30 year anniversary promos is what they would be called.
1: Okay. Um, oh, okay. This is weird. Oh, okay. This is weird because like it's the ball lightning and it's got the original frames. Yeah, it's got they, new art. They, it looks weird.
0: They had to get different art, I think, because they didn't have the rights for the previous art, I think, or something. Or uh. they didn't want to pay the guy something. I can't remember what it was.
1: I gotta say, this uh Sarah Angel art does not look good. I'm trying to get it to work over here yeah, it's personal nice. opinion i don't i don't really care for you the know, you
0: care for them the dance. screaming battle cry kind of
1: it's just it's not very dynamic yeah yeah well which is fine like things don't have to be dynamic lord knows the original one's not particularly dynamic
0: well i just like this next uh pre-release brothers war is gonna be pretty awesome 'cause you got wall of roots, wood elves, windfall, and I guess this little retainers is also gonna be in there, so you got four cards that are pretty awesome to get, like in this last one, I just went and got Finhorn elves like three times. I was like, yeah, I'll just i don't why do I want Sarah Angel? Why do I want ball lightning? Nobody plays those in Commander. they're not good in Commander oh I see you can play horn, yeah, Finhorn elves is just way better, um. But in this one, you would play all four of the cards. So I definitely look forward to getting those. Okay. Um, but yeah, so they announced they showed off all these because they had only uh, shown off the past three the Sarah Angel, the Ball Lightning, the Finn Horn Um But they went ahead and just showed all these that are going to be coming out over the, this year, next year. And then they also talked about a secret layer that's coming out, Justin. It's going to be $150. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if I've talked to you about what Secret Lair is or if you've seen what Secret Lair is.
1: I think, didn't we open some Secret Lair packs in Indianapolis? Uh,
0: no, those was Double Masters we opened. Okay. Secret Lair is a product that is print-on-demand now. Um, and when it first started, I don't believe it was print-on-demand. Maybe, yeah, it was print-on-demand. So what happens is it's almost like a, um, what am I thinking of? Like a timed, just a timed event. So uh, when it first started, you had like so much time to get in and buy them. And it was a really limited window.
1: Like they produced, I don't know, 50,000 boxes or something.
0: I can't remember if it, I can't remember if it started as print on demand or if it evolved to
1: print on demand. Well, then what made um, it timed?
0: When you could buy it. Oh, so like they would say, all right, starting Thursday at six, you know, seven a.m. This product, and they'd show the cards, and they'd be like, "This product's going to be on sale Oh, my until God. whatever." Uh, and so for a few then, days,
1: for the... I can't, I,
0: I can't remember. I think it might have been just limited, maybe.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, you're saying it's limited, but like limited. Sorry, time.
0: I couldn't. I can't tell you if it was limited based on quantity or based on
1: time. Oh God. But I just really now, don't like the, the way companies are doing things these now,
0: days. Now, currently, Secret Layer is print-on-demand, meaning they leave a window of time. So let's say it starts at 7 o'clock tonight or something, and it runs for a month. And at, when it ends at that month, if anybody places an order, they're just going to shoot that order to the printers. That gets all printed up. They'll never print it again. Oh, okay. So that's the way Secret Lair works now.
1: Wait, but, are you saying that you could only get, like, you order directly from their website? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I was imagining, like, the stores being like, okay, 6, six, 6 p.m. We're yeah. somehow selling.
0: Yeah. No, but then, but there's, like, a usually about, like, a two to three month wait time from when you place your order and they actually print it out. Okay. Um. So what? But the 30-year anniversary one is going to be 30 cards for
1: $150. And, That's the, and, and you're saying that, is that the most expensive secret layer this they've is ever the released? Most,
0: this is currently the most, I think, the most expensive secret layer they've had.
1: If okay. If I'm not mistaken.
0: Uh, so, but the problem with that is, is they're not doing it as print-on-demand, Justin. They're doing it as we have limited quantity. Mm. So you're going to have, it's a, it's a 72 hour window to get them. Mm. Mm. And so I, I told David, I was like, I just think it's funny. They think that they'll stick around for 72 hours.
1: <laughs> like
0: I guarantee they'll probably be sold out within 15 minutes.
1: And are these randomized cards that you get in no, there? These are not going
0: to be randomized. So,
1: you, so got, like literally there's a list and you, you yeah, will get these cards. I've okay.
0: only shown seven of them. This this will not go on sale until November 1st.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um October 24th is the day when they're going to show all of them, I believe. Uh okay. But so far the 7 cards has a chromox in it, which would probably be worth it, about $100 at least.
1: So these are There's all reprints?
0: More, yeah, the secret layers are always reprints. Oh, I see. If I'm not mis- well, I shouldn't say that. They're not. Uh they broke that rule when they did they did a Walking Dead one.
1: Oh okay. and
0: they did a uh, Stranger Things one. Mm, sure. But Stranger Things was the second thing that they, they did and that raised a lot of ruckus because they had already done the Walking Dead and then so they retro or they uh, said they're they're gonna retro print the Walking Dead stuff in a future set as alternate cards like those Godzilla cards you might have saw mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where they're they're just reskins of a magic card. Mm-hmm. So that's what they did for the Stranger Things and the Walking Dead. Initially they were supposed to be exclusive but there was so much uproar about it that they reverted back and said okay, this is how you'll be able to get them later. Um, so Secret Lair is just like this other product this other way to for them to make you know, print more shit, even more expensive, and mm-hmm. sell it for a, a premium price. So, And these
1: reprints, like if they reprint a card from 25 years ago, are they reprinting a an exact copy of the original card? Not or usually.
0: If, no. Usually it's using like the new, new art, art commission. Stuff? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I gotcha. New styles. Okay. Um, and it will be... Uh, maybe, or maybe like a foil version or a borderless version of it. Uh, They just did a secret layer that was featuring uh, a stained glass look of the dragons from from Legends. Do you remember those? Mm-hmm. The shitty, like, Nicol Bolas? Yeah, yeah. They were just like seven mana, and they were pretty garbage. Like, they were like, you, and you had, like, upkeep costs for them, and they weren't that great so they re- they just did a secret layer for them and it was like 50 bucks for just five cards that were like in this stained glass art and it was a um, a textured foil so it has a little like it's a little raised and stuff and it's it's an interesting style but they're shitty cards and i think i tweeted about like this is probably the sh- like the most special treatment the shittiest cards could get, like, <laughs> like it's just like awful. Like, there's nobody would ever play those cards unless they that unless they really wanted to play Elder Dragon Highlander, which is EDH commander, how it was originally intended. Because um, hmm. originally you were supposed to play with those those dragons, because nobody fucking played with those dragons, right? Um, Oh, Legends. Anyways, so that was announced, the Secret Lair. And then the biggest thing to come out was that they were going to reprint the entire beta set as a non-tournament legal set. Almost kind of like how back in when they first did uh, Alpha Beta, they'd made a collector's edition. So this was going to be almost like a recall to the collector's edition. But instead of you paying for a, a set like you did with the collector edition, where you would pay, okay, the collector edition here's fifty dollars for a collector edition or whatever, you know, inflation, everything, you would think, okay, well maybe you know, 250 dollars probably for a collector edition set. No, so you're getting of,
1: and you're getting all of the co- one copy of all the cards in beta.
0: This is how the original collector edition worked. Okay. Currently, what they're doing is you pay $1,000 or $999 or $995. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Sure, yeah. Like this, and you get four booster packs.
1: Of non-tournament legal.
0: Of non-tournament legal beta cards. So it's a booster pack that contains, I think it's the same standard of, I think it's 10-3-1 and then... A special, like a special card, and then a token. So you get four packs, Justin, for a thousand dollars. So two hundred <laughs> and fifty dollars, and then, and it has a, like I'm assuming the same kind of print run as Beta. So you could get a fucking thought lace or life lace or whatever the fucking shitty lace mm-hmm. cards were in that set, mm-hmm. or a dingus egg or. Like whatever shitty rares they had back then, I think Ivory Tower was a fucking rare back then. I can't remember. Um, so you could get any of those cards for two hundred fifty dollars <laughs> just for a, And what's interesting is that, from my understanding of talking with uh, the people at the local store here, is that they're not uh, they don't have to buy the they don't buy the products like the re, the stores they're actually given this product to sell. So it's like a I guess like a thank you to the stores? Like huh. like they're just going to give the stores like this product. So a store will get this product and is told I guess like, "All right, it's supposed to be this much." And that's my understand that's that's what I heard that it was f- that it was free and I was like, "What? That doesn't make why would I mean I guess I don't know. So, I I even if the stores had to pay for it, it's still shit. Nobody should ever fucking like this. There's I have not seen. I did see like one person kind of talk positive about it because they were like, "Yeah, this is great for this is how how they should print stuff for collectors or something, shit like that." And I was like, "Well, what's even the fucking point? Collectors can just I, yeah buy the real thing." Who's spending a thousand dollars? I mean, like.
1: Well, I just—I guess I don't. So, at the end of the chance, at the end of the day, like you don't have to buy anything that they make, yeah, right, yeah, exactly, right. So, knowing that, who is this for? Like, they're not idiots. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure you go to the magic subreddit right now, and you will find plenty of people to say, "Yeah, no, they're idiots," <laughs> and but I, but they're not <laughs> idiots. Like, clearly, they think people are going to buy these.
0: Well, I think it I you know it has I think a lot of it has to do with secondary market,
1: you know, secondary market, yeah,
0: so you know how you know magic cards have value outside of just the pack that they're in so because of the reserve list that they have in fact intact mm-hmm. um, that they've said, all right, we won't ever print these cards f- for whatever you know I think because those cards have so much value. That they understand, if they were to print a Black Lotus, even though the back is is not magic, you know, it doesn't have a magic back or whatever. It's It says on the front that it, it's a different border. Mm-hmm. Uh, all this kind of shit. Even though it, all that shit, it's still a Black Lotus that was printed by wizards, you know. It still does have some value because of that.
1: It would Just negatively like how, in, in, it would negatively impact would, the secondary market in a I way mean, that would make people angry. Is what you're saying?
0: Yeah, or that, yeah, it would it would have some form of negative repercussions probably. That, and a lot of people think that the reserve list like, they can't ever break away from reserve list because of potential lawsuits. Like as if all oh. these people that have put money into the game and these cards now have a value of this.
1: That's that if interesting. They
0: were to print then that would cause po- probably legal ramifications or something. Cause I think people have said this reserve list has been in effect forever. And I'm like, I don't remember a reserve list when we were playing magic, but
1: I, yeah. I remember, I feel like I remember a reserve list, but is, is that now here's the thing. So they have done, they've hmm. any, any card that was in beta will be, might be in one of these packs. Yes. Correct. Including cards that are on the reserve list. Correct. So, so you yeah. seem to be implying that the 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 reason they're doing this randomized thing is that is a way to to get around I, concerns about the reserve list.
0: No, nah, I would say. Uh...
1: Like if they straight up announce, like you said, usually no. Secret Layer is here is the you know so and so cards you are going to get. If they straight up are like, we're going to sell I mean, a collector's edition set, you are saying that would negatively affect affect the secondary market, right?
0: Yeah, I don't. I mean, I am saying I think because they've said they'll never print a card. That they're now kind of going against that. A lot of people believe that because they are printing a card, (laughs) they are printing. Oh, I say the same. I see. see. So this this is this is the first. In other words, this
1: is the first time they've started to impugn, even though that's not tournament legal. Blah blah blah. Like, and you're right. Like, I don't know. I don't know where I land on the value of of things, and whether it is a company's job to keep the aftermarket value up. For things that they've made. I I, I right. don't know where I land on that. But there is a world to say that like if you've played Magic for a long time and you don't need like you don't need an actual black lotus. You'd like to have one, but they're fucking yeah. hundred thousand dollars now, right? Um this is a way you could get a black lotus if you just want to have one just to play with, just to play around with your buddies, right? Right. Now, of course, the aftermarket person is going to say that devalues the Black Lotus because that takes, you know, people like they're, they're in other words, people that are rich or well or, or weller to do instead of like buying a Black Lotus for a hundred thousand dollars. Now, maybe they just buy like, well, I mean, I guess do the math, like <laughs> maybe they just buy one of these off eBay. Um, But regardless, if the idea is like, you know what, we're celebrating magic let's get some of these old cards into people's hands a thousand dollars for four booster uh, box box or booster packs. It definitely feels like an expensive greedy way to do it. <laughs>
0: yeah. Cause it was, that's the, the main argument is that the 30 year celebration seems like it's supposed to be for the players. Right. But who the fuck is this for? Like this, this doesn't, this isn't affecting hardly anybody. Like what was yeah. even the, what was even the target audience for this? I mean, I guess collectors, but I mean, why? Like, why? Like, I, I told, I told David if they would have, if they would have done a collector's edition like this, the whole set, I probably would have paid five hundred for it. Like straight up, I probably would have paid five hundred for a, for a collector edition set because it would have been cool to have. It'd have been like really cool to just say, "Here's a here's an entire reprint of beta that Wizards put out," and you know, it can it, it, if at any time we wanted to, we could just like pick it up and draft with it or something, or we could do stuff. You know, it'd just be like a cool, and you know, it wouldn't lose value, right? Because it's 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 a, a limited because this that's another thing; it's limited,
1: yeah.
0: All this is limited, so like. As soon as that product lands, even though it's shit garbage and hot garbage that nobody should ever open, it's going to shoot up probably 50% the first week that it's out.
1: Right, because like, it's limited.
0: Because it's limited and it's, it's, it's niche and it'll never be done again probably.
1: I'm and genuinely interested to see like what happens with this stuff.
0: Well, like, they just, they just, I don't know if you've seen any of the stuff that they just did. They just put out, uh, or they're putting out these Warhammer 40k decks. Mm-hmm. So they've done this Warhammer 40k. And are these before. new, are these,
1: are these new designed cards for Warhammer, or are yeah, they These are new
0: design. So, well, like, there's so many that are new that they've actually made. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but, I mean, like, the art, the art on these cards is never going to be used again because it's specific to Warhammer 40k right so this is a limited like you don't think about that and and when you're like hearing it or seeing it you're like whatever i don't give a shit you know i don't care about this i'll just pick up this cards as people break up these decks or something but then you start to think about it, and you're like well shit they're never gonna reprint this mm-hmm. like this art right here is is tied to warhammer 40k license like they would have to get the license back, or they would have to get an agreement saying, hey, we can we reprint that card? And they'd be like, yeah, sure, okay. But outside of that, this shit's a limited print run. Like, it's never going to be, they'll never use that art again. Those cards probably will only get, like I talked about the, the Walking Dead and Stranger Things, they'll only probably get reprinted, reskinned later on, and, and hopefully in a sets down the road. But... Those cards that they made strictly for Warhammer forty K or have like the name of Warhammer, who knows when they'll see those? You know?
1: What you're saying is that Wizards figured out a way to kind of tap into NFTs in Magic the Gathering.
0: I mean, technically aren't aren't cards aren't collectible card games NFT I mean like what is an NFT, right? Like
1: well, it's the a, idea, a, the i the idea of an NFT is specifically digital. The idea, like, because obviously, yeah. like, digital in general is inherently copyable, and this is a way to say, like, no, this only exists in yeah, this it's one. A, it's non fungible. <laughs> it would be
0: like if every card though was serialized, right? I mean, that would be technically almost the same thing as an NFT, right? right?
1: Yeah, that would. But then like again, every like, card
0: was serialized
1: each card Um, would be identical except for that serialization number. So there's a little bit of a difference, but
0: yeah. Um, Which now
1: also uh... nothing stops you. Like, yeah, you can say like, yeah, this art only exists here, but also nothing stops anyone from like, digitally reproducing an image of that of of an nft which is yeah. you know part of the many reasons it's so fucking dumb in the first place but
0: yeah it's like you can proxy a card i mean you right. don't have to get a magic card you could just proxy
1: absolutely it. absolutely
0: um, and that's kind of the the thing that's been even more racist the fact that they are selling $1000 proxies <laughs> like these are these are just them them printing it up yeah and and putting their official stamp on it that's all it is it's like you could you know, go down to your local Kinkos or whatever printer, and be right. like, "Hey, I want to print off some stuff and you know, different art. Right. Slap it on a card, and be good to go." So it's it's just raising a lot of like, you know, this isn't for the people. It's like, yeah,
1: people. I think so. <laughs> I, I loaded up. Uh, I went to the Magic subreddit while we were talking, and there's a there's a comment at the top of one of these uh, threads that I think really boils it down concinctly. and it says the vast majority of people aren't mad because they think this violates the actual wording of the reserve list. They're mad because when gold border reprints of reserve list cards have been brought up as a possible affordable alternative, wizards of the coast have said they wouldn't do it because it violates the spirit of the reserve list. But then they turn around and do it anyways and charge a thousand dollars.
0: Yeah. What is yeah. for the thirty year anniversary, Justin?
1: Well, yeah. I mean that's what's sad about a lot of this stuff anyway and and we can think the ridiculous jump in popularity of Pokémon cards during uh, 2020 I have to imagine but you do this limited stuff just like you said like oh yeah it's limited it's super expensive how or it's super expensive how dumb but it's limited to the point where it's probably a good investment just to buy some to put on eBay later right right like ultimately that's the kind of the sad part is it's, it's no longer, I mean, so obviously some people are going to buy those and be like, yeah, I want to open some bad beta packs. But, but, I'm but, glad but, you but, have a thousand dollars to throw at the fucking four booster packs of gold bordered beta pack. But you know, most people I, I, I say, I assume like a lot of this is just going to end up getting scalped, right?
0: Yeah. It's just going to get scalped. It's going to get bought up by, uh, the investors of magic. Uh, there's a big investor, YouTube investor named Rudy. Um, he'll, he'll buy up tons of it. And that's the thing, as I was I was telling David, it really bums me out because it would have been so dope to draft beta. Yeah. To yeah. like, to like, just open up a pack of and it. Cause it, cause it would take you back almost like you were there when, right. when this set, when, when magic first started. Right. And you're figuring out stuff. And, like, you're you – know, I mean, because Lord knows bait is awful as a draft mm-hmm. set. Like, you're yeah. – I mean, when a common crawl worm, a 6'4", uh, is going to be, like, your bread and butter, you're like, oh, shit, I got to get – I got to first pick a <laughs> yeah. crawl worm. Or like a there are YouTube so many player. it
1: really is like it's funny like and, and and obviously you know it was the first set of this game but it really is amazing like there are cards that are just garbage yeah and then there's Black Lotus you know cards that are like holy like the, the amount of power you know yeah. <laughs> the power discrepancy in the cards is ridiculous probably higher than it's ever been in another set
0: and it's just it's just it's just sad that You know, if they don't ever break it, then there will be, you know, people, fans of the fans of the game will never be able to experience stuff like that's the problem, right? Like, as time goes on, you get further and further away from a time that you could play. So, like, I don't know if they'll ever make the reserve list, if they'll ever add stuff to the reserve list.
1: Mm. You'd hope they wouldn't, um, right? Unless so, you're an unless you're an investor, <laughs> right?
0: Uh, but like, yeah, I mean, like, there will never be a time where they may reprint that at a reasonable price. Like, that's mm. another thing. Is this sets a precedent, Justin? Sure. This right here sets a. Pre- they'll never. You'll never be able to see a black load is cheaper than uh, a chance that a black load is cheaper than a thousand dollars. Sure. Like
1: and like you said like you know we started off by me thinking like who's gonna buy this like what if this is such a bad deal who wants it but like by the by now with the limited like of course like they will sell out of this shit yeah guaranteed yeah which is probably how they came up with a thousand (laughs) dollars
0: and then it's a segue into that for for cardboard. oh yeah and i i did i did i tweeted um a gentleman named Saffron Olive. He's over at MT Gold, MTG Goldfish. Um And he had made a statement about it. And I was like, yeah, I wonder though, like, when they, does other collectibles have this much ruckus if they were to remake it? Like, when they first reprinted Action Comics number one, was there like a lot of hoopla?
1: I would think so. Is Have they reprinted like a, a action crack? comics number one? I mean, you can oh, see yeah. it.
0: They've reprinted tons. They've reprinted, ton, they've reprinted okay. a, a million times. I mean, not a million times, but they've reprinted a lot of times.
1: That um, is kind of, I mean, you're, you're making a good point. Like most things that were purchased, like um, most things that were consumer products, i.e. they made lots of them like action comics. Number one, if they reprint that, they probably reprinted it fairly early. And It And everyone probably considered it a good thing, you know, like now anybody can read these and it doesn't devalue the originals because the originals are the originals. Yeah. So in other words, by starting out so early with this reserve list, they shut that door. Because otherwise, they could have been reprinting, you know, all these cards for years. And we would have gotten comfortable with the idea that those are just the reprints. The originals still have a lot of value. And yeah, and they probably wouldn't be as valuable. But that also would be a good thing for everyone. So by coming up with this reserve list early and, and locking it down, they locked down and they locked out, effectively, their ability to control the zeitgeist around it and you know that's you know and then you know for a long time the prices like for a long time they could have come back and done something about it but now the prices on old stuff is so astronomically high I, I have to imagine the Black Lotus price from 93 to 2022 looks like one of those curve graphs that just goes <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know. in
0: the past, past three years yeah it's probably just exorbitant
1: like, seriously, but, you go back in time, there's all kinds of things. Oh, buy Tesla. Oh, buy Bitcoin. I mean, and yeah, Bitcoin would be the easiest and just, like, most ridiculously profitable. But also, like, just buy up all the Black Lotus <laughs> you can find. What? They're $200 a car. Uh, yeah, it's a great deal. You should just buy them. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
0: a... I can remember seeing, you know, probably Mox's for 100 back back mm-hmm. when we started. Yeah. And it was just like, this is crazy. I would, who would. Why and those are what, like $30,000 a piece now or something? I mean, they're up there. I mean, they're yeah. probably
1: six or $7,000. Oh, okay. That okay. Um, but yeah, so... Not that high for a, a piece of old cardboard. <laughs> <laughs> cardboard.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, and to go into that, go from that to talk about the tweet that I saw today was, and I retweeted with a comment, was that Hasbro wanted to get... Up to fifty percent more. Se- or, or oh yeah! <laughs> in three years, and it, it I love like that. I love
1: people. the timing on that. That had to have been an investor meeting, right? Like, no, no yeah. company ever wants to admit, yeah, we want to make a lot of more money off you people. That's an investor meeting kind of thing, which you, it usually like has to be like shareholders get access to that, and then yeah. we find out about it.
0: <laughs> because I mean, to go from them re- them printing that out for a thousand dollars, and to that come out,
1: It's like, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Of course. Yeah. So it's well, like, so, yeah, it's funny. A lot of how this came up this week is uh, you had tweeted out those Transformers cards.
0: Right.
1: And on the card, bear in mind, they're called the Transformers. On the card, the key word, yes, they have a key ability so that they can transform into the other form, except the on the card it says convert. And I was like, I cannot believe they use convert and not transform. You know, and you were like, Yeah, oh my god, I'm so annoyed by this now. <laughs> and then we had uh, one of our uh, longtime uh, Twitter uh, fellows, uh, Deathformer, who I know loves Transformers, like is like very into Transformers and buying the uh, the figures, chimed in with the knowledge and was like they they, they avoid using the verb transform. Uh, as much as possible. And so I, I went down a rabbit hole. And it turns out. It's almost kind of hard to explain. I know. It, it But basically. Because the word transform. Is a common verb. If they use it too much. They run the risk. Because of the way. Trademark laws work. So like. Let's say you come up with a toy. And to use the toy you you say that you crush it. I'm going to crush. Yeah, I've got the new uh, crushing balls. Yeah, crush it, crush it, buddy. Like you would like to trademark that that word. And maybe in your, uh, in the name of your toy is like crushing balls. And you want to trademark that. By using that verb crush, which is a very common verb, you actually basically water down your trademark and it makes it harder for you to litigate. So literally... The fucking owners of Transformers avoid using the word transform because if they used it too much, they may, like other people might try to use transform or even the the phrase transformers and it would make it harder for them to litigate to the point that they released a $700 uh, animatronic Optimus Prime. I watched a video about it. It was fucking, it was a, it was really weird, honestly. It was Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes. It's a and it was,
0: robot, though.
1: And it was a $5 ad to, like, show off the video where they're acting, like, really, like, wow, look at this thing. And, yeah, to Matt's point, this thing's fucking awesome. I got to admit. <laughs> <'Cause> it's, it's <laughs> like, just... it's got a lot of points of articulation. It, you can talk to it. It and like it auto does it. It auto. It auto transforms. Yeah. Well, exactly. So so you can talk to it. And fucking Kevin Smith is like Optimus, convert. <laughs> and it fucking. Uh, and like, admittedly, you know, on the show Transformers, no one ever you know, like yells out "transform." You know, Optimus Prime it's says like, "roll out." They just do it. They just do it. <laughs> Right, but still, they're called transformers. You have to tell them to convert. They're not converters. <laughs> ah, my favorite, uh, my favorite '80s cartoon, converters. Uh, it, sound,
0: it sounds like, and this, it sounds like a uh, a really shitty fucking knock 1980s Christian cartoon. <laughs> <where> they go <laughs> around trying to convert people.
1: yeah they're spreading the mission they're going far and wide i can just i could totally see that like like bad animation knockoff for some reason in my head it's i'm comparing it to like captain planet where they're like it's like five teenagers or four teenagers and they're going around the the world and they're both learning about uh geography Uh, uh, and other nations while also Having lessons in Christianity from the Bible and and spreading the good word. I'm I'm genuinely surprised we didn't see something like that <laughs> on UPN back in the day. But yeah, Has Hasbro, Hasbro owns both Wizards of the Coast and uh, Transformers, so it's just it's a funny series of comments about capitalism and you know wow. these these things that we 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 love, uh, and then the companies. You know, then there's questions about.
0: I don't know with 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 that with what what what's taking place here with the statement that they made about their profits. I'm just worried that there's going to be a bubble bursting. You know, like I look yeah, I at wonder, it and I go, especially
1: with the way that are
0: heck... going to, <laughs> saturate the market so much? Like the, people already are bitching, Justin. They've put out so much product this year. Oh yeah, like
1: they like do seem to release other, a lot of product.
0: Yeah, every other. Month it seemed like they were having a new product, like they would go from one set release and just immediately start jumping into spoilers for the next set, yeah, because of how much they were putting out. And so,
1: well, and like we're on the verge of a recession. I mean, there's an argument to be made, like some people would say we are in the recession based on whatever numbers you want to go off of. Let me tell you, there could be a lot less people buying magic cards in the United Kingdom. Right now, and in the next yeah. few months, and for God knows how long. So, yeah, I could see the bubble bursting a little bit and then pulling back, but they're not going to do that until people stop buying it. It's the same thing with Overwatch and Fortnite and all these free to play things. Like, they're going to. You know, Nintendo, people are like, when are you going to announce the next Switch? And they're like, why the fuck would we do that when you're continuing to buy the one we're making right now? Yeah, why would the companies do anything else? Why would they, Why would they? Where is the motivation? <laughs> they have motivation in the other way, which is people like paying for it. So for people like you and I who want like a good deal, <laughs> don't want to, you know, blow $100 on a free-to-play game. It's just, you know, we move on, I guess. Yeah. And then yeah, despair. I haven't,
0: even, I haven't even looked at Overwatch Two. Have you looked at Overwatch Two?
1: I have looked at the news. Apparently, like according to Blizzard, they were experiencing a, a DDoS attack on the first day. But that may be true. I will also say that uh, don't try to get in an, an online game, particularly not a Blizzard online game, the first day. <laughs> like it's just it has never happened, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. We've been doing this for since World of Warcraft came out. Uh, but no, I haven't, um, the, the last, I tried to play the beta two or three months ago and I, I don't know why I assumed it's because my system is fucking 10 years old, but it, I could not get higher than like 15 frames on it.
0: Huh.
1: Um, I kind of want to try it again just to see if like, maybe there was just a, like an incompatibility or they needed to do some patching or something. But, uh, cause my, my, my computer's pretty old, but it ran overwatch on high frames, um on lowest settings. So, but I'm also trying to, um, you know, I, 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 I kind of want to like not load it up because <laughs> I don't like what they've done with it. Yeah. Um, you know, I want to vote with my presence. So yeah, we'll you see. You can't
0: really vote with your wallet since it's free, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. Right. Like the companies have figured out, they're like, fuck you. We don't need you to purchase this anymore. You don't want to pay whatever the guy next to you is paying $60 for three skins. <laughs>
0: That goes into like uh I didn't realize like i in my head, I thought wow was free now, well, like you put, you just well I, I should say wow was free. I thought you just paid a monthly subscription now, and everything was free, like i am actually got the su- latest this expansion,
1: yeah that's a that's a difficult one i'm 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 actually surprised they haven't like pushed forward with World War of Warcraft two, I suppose let's see what happens with overwatch two. And see if that is a success for them. It then really, I will be surprised if they don't like... Because it is like it is time to update World of Warcraft.
0: It's just time for them to put out a new thing.
1: Well, what are you talking about, Matt? They just put out Overwatch 2. Uh, Diablo Immortal came out.
0: I, I'm saying a new last year IP.
1: Well, who knows if that'll ever happen anytime soon again.
0: It is Activision.
1: Yeah. I mean, look, I'm not... I, I don't I don't want less companies, but I would like to think that Microsoft, I don't know. I was going to say, I'd like to think that Microsoft owning Activision would make them a better company, but this Microsoft is the company that uh, put out Halo Infinite. And it's, that's not a terrible game, but it has been
0: rough, rough,
1: rough. Yes. Yes.
0: That's just been a cluster.
1: That's been a bit of a cluster.
0: Like what was it? They, they released something like they showed footage or something like two years ago or something or like three years ago. And they were supposed to, and they had to scrap the whole thing. Is that right? Am I recalling that correctly?
1: Kind of. Yeah. They, that was supposed to come out with the Xbox series X launch in 2020. uh, But I think they did, they had a trailer like a year before that, that and everyone was like, Ooh, wow, this, this does not look, This looks. Some of this looks kind of like a three hundred (laughs) and sixty game. Yeah, and then they were, and then they were like, "Yeah, we're not going to make launch." Uh, And then uh, when it did finally come out, it was like, "Yeah, we're actually not going to have several features that we said we would have." But hey, it's free to play, the multiplayer anyway.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, and and then a year later, they were like, "Yeah, we're actually never going to be able to do (laughs) fucking split spring local co op." Which
0: is dumb, right? I mean, mean,
1: to me, that is a core classic thing for Halo. I recognize that, like, not a lot of people do couch co-op anymore. But
0: I'm curious what I'm curious what the problem is with that. You know, like what is like what goes into making like split screen co-op? Like, why is that difficult?
1: I, I mean i know in general you like know, one one thing that's difficult about it is you are you have to have you basically have two viewpoints in the game engine so you kind of have to like you have to it's like doubling hmm, how do i put this it's it's asking the system to do twice as much work to yeah. put up those two different views so it is it is a bit complicated but you know, then again, you have less resolution on each side. But they've
0: gone so fucking long, just.
1: I agree entirely. Halo Infinite runs really well. Like, you can get high frame rates if you really want to. Like, I, honestly, Matt, genuinely, I think that 343 Studios was set up. To, like, you know, Bungie sold the rights to Halo to Microsoft. We're done with it. We're going to go make Destiny. Microsoft set up 343 Studios, and... I personally believe that 343 just has never had, like, when you set up a studio just to crank out a series, and I haven't made just a ton of Halo games, but my understanding is that none of the Halo games that 343 has put out have been very good. I think it's the kind of studio where developers go in between working on other products, (laughs) (laughs) projects, you know, like, that's a, that's, or, or that's a place to, like, get some good work under your belt or something. It just... I don't I think there are management issues. There has to be just with the, the with all the issues that have happened. I, I personally uh, think
0: recently should... didn't the lead step down or something, the female Uh
1: hero? I don't know what position she had. She did, uh, but she made it clear that a founder she maybe? was um maybe a founder. She was very high up that she was um gonna step down anyway. She just kind of stuck yeah. it out to help get some of the things out the door. Um, but yeah, uh,
0: as if it could have been worse,
1: right? Like
0: she's like, I stuck around guys. They really needed my help. Did they, could they have got, I mean, I guess they could have done worse possibly.
1: Yeah. The results don't exactly speak, <laughs> <laughs> but I suppose that the idea is like, well, yeah, they, they could have been worse. Like, I don't, I don't, I they haven't released much content in the last year, so I don't really know what would be missing. But hey, you can
0: buy a bunch of skins and shit. You sure can, Matt.
1: Fuck about. You sure can.
0: What have you been... Are you playing uh, Sekiro or whatever?
1: Sekiro. I did. I started playing Sekiro. Mm-hmm. This is a game I played like a year ago. I think I started up. um, And just got really frustrated with... Uh, it's
0: just... Uh souls right dark souls or whatever yeah it's well it's from the
1: it's from the uh creators of dark souls and it definitely shares a lot of dna with dark souls but this one is um very parry focused there's no shields uh if you try to roll through damage you're gonna get your ass beat in the Dark Souls and Elden Ring universe, if you're just as long as you are rolling, it doesn't matter if they're dropping a fucking meteor on your head. You will take no damage. Um, part of what we like about those games is it's, it's a timing thing. But Sekiro, you can't do that. Uh, so you you very much have to. What I what I I I was watching someone on Giant Bomb play it, and I was just like, man, he's really he's really nailing it, and. I went back and was like, okay, I'm going to try this again. And I basically, I just realized that I was not playing the game, right? <laughs> I was not, right. I had decided that the pair, I think I had decided that the parrying window was too unforgiving and I was just trying to brute force it. Um, and that will only get you so far in that game. And so once I finally went back and like understood the parrying system, understood there is a, there's a thing called the uh, Mirai counter. Uh, some enemies will have attacks that are unparryable and they're lunging attacks. But if you do this other move, um, you will step on their like, step on their spear, and then hit them, or step on their sword, or whatever, because they're doing a lunging attack at you. And so I just had to like, I just had to learn the game a little better. <laughs> like classically, that's this has always been the way with me, with, like, Dark Souls and Bloodborne is, like, I'll, I'll beat my head against it and um just have to, like, do a little research and, and get good, as they say, but... Um, so now I have uh, fallen into a pretty good rhythm, uh, and it was funny because where I left off last time, I had gotten up to this mini-boss, and he was just beating my ass, and I was just like, okay, I'm done with this. Even the regular enemies are too difficult to fucking deal with. I don't want to have to keep beating my head against this. So I came back. I worked my way all the way through the game again to like re like to make sure I like had learned how to properly play the game and it was like having a much easier time of it, much more enjoyable time of it. It's really very satisfying the way the pairing system works when you get into a rhythm with it. Um, I put several tries into that guy and then beat him and was like, okay, time to play more of the game and I literally go up a level didn't encounter any other enemies, and I get a boss cutscene, and now I am on like an actual boss. <laughs> and I I put a bunch of tries into him, and I got him down, or so I thought. Cutscene, second phase, <laughs> which is much harder, but it's the kind of game where you have to uh, beat the first phase each time you want to try the second phase and the first phase is not easy. <laughs> I was able to beat it, but it is not easy. So now I'm I'm doing the classic dark souls like okay, I have to get good enough at the first phase to like get through that easily so that I can put tries in on the second phase. And it's funny because Jennifer will sit there and she's like I just I can't get inside the mindset of someone that 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 like is playing this for fun. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, I hear you. You don't you don't play a Dark Souls game for just immediate and endless fun per se. Those game these games are you play them to challenge yourself, and the enjoyment is from the satisfaction <clears throat> of getting good enough to beat the challenge. Um so I'm re- I'm I'm gonna try and stick with it. Um I'm in the right mindset for it. Uh aside from that, the uh main thing i'm I'm kind of piddling away at is is building a new p c finally um I had some uh some issues with my p c recently, and I'm like, okay, like I had an issue where it wouldn't even fucking boot uh after several like attempts and eventually it just finally Decided. Oh, okay, I can boot. <laughs> and I was like, "All right, this is this is this is the sign. This is the final sign." I've had issues. You know, Lord knows, you were here uh, in 2020 when I was having a uh, uh, a major issue with it. Um, I had to replace the SSD a year ago. Um, it's time to build a new computer. So I'm kind of slowly picking away at that on PC Part Picker. I've got quite a few things picked out, but um. It's, it's hard to commit. Right. Uh, plus, like, I've kind of picked either the best or the worst time to try and build a PC. The best time to try and build a PC, as long as I have the ability to wait the next three months or so. <laughs> the worst time, because we're right on the cusp. Like, NVIDIA just announced their new video cards. Uh, Intel just announced their next generation of CPUs. I think Radeon... Or AMD, yeah, AMD Radeon. Uh, well, AMD, yeah, AMD just announced their new generation. I think Radeon is expected to announce new cards. Intel actually just announced uh, GPUs, some like mid-level GPUs that are priced extremely competitively. Um, they're a little a little weaker than what I'm wanting. They're like 360, like Nvidia 360 equivalents. It's funny though. It was like I was uh, telling Jennifer. I don't know. I don't keep up with PC components at all until I'm like building, and now I'm right. sort of an expert all of a sudden. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like it's like okay, now I care. Research, research, research. Okay, now I understand <laughs> where we are. Um, but I'm gonna. Hopefully, try and nail da- nail that one down in the next week or so, so I can start looking at ordering parts. But GPUs are so fucking expensive, Matt. Holy shit! Did you even see the pricing on the?
0: I mean, I always assume a <laughs> thousand.
1: I mean, I always assume
0: that's the ballpark five hundred and a thousand.
1: Yeah. So, Nvidia announced their forty series. Their cheapest card, new card, is eight hundred. Hmm. Then there is a $1,200 one and the big beefy one that they always announce. You know, they always, they announce like three levels and there's like the, the, like the, the, I've got too much money to spend card. Like you said, the $1,000 card, it's
0: $1,700.
1: These aren't out yet. That's, that's the, the, the launch price. And people are kind of speculating that these prices will drop. Also, people are speculating that they're pricing these so high to try and clear out what remains of the 30 series, (laughs) because now that the, the big, the, um, cryptocurrency market has bottomed out. There's a, a, apparently a huge influx of secondhand three sixties and 30 series cards that are going to be hitting the market. Um, we'll see. I'm kind of hoping to get a, a bit of a deal.
0: Yeah.
1: But Getting Worse on Twitter asked, like, why not just buy the, like, I think it's like 700 or $800. Because the card I was looking at, I I I, I tweeted out the, the loose build that I had going, and the card I had in there was like about $730. And he was like, you might as well just buy the $800 low-tier 40 series when it comes out, because it's better than, like the almost almost better than the the best 30 series card. And I was like, you know, that's a good point. Maybe I'll do that. <laughs> but that would mean I'd have to wait until later this month. So
0: and then that would also mean that you would have to try to get one real quick. Well, that too,
1: exactly. I would have to be ready to get my order in. Um, Cuz honestly,
0: who even knows like I don't know what supply chain's like for graphics cards right now. Yeah, I don't either. I don't know are we are we still I mean, in I, the chip thing? No,
1: I don't think so because uh, so the Steam Deck, when it launched, you like they were taking orders way out. There was a time and right. you you would you, you'd be looking at waiting six months to get one. Um, I'm seeing people now saying that they have gone onto the website and ordered one and had their like because what it is, you go to their website and you say I want to buy one, and then it will email you when you can buy one like okay there's one available you're you know it's your turn in the queue do you want to you've got like 48 hours or something to to decide and i've seen people say that like they got that email like three days later so i guess they've ironed out some of those things i imagine a lot of it has to do with the economy and just people not buying near as many you know expensive (laughs) new things that have microchips in them Anything else? That's about it. Uh Yeah, that's about it.
0: Did you go see a movie? I think it, I thought you guys went and saw something recently.
1: In the theater? Mm, yeah. No. Okay. Wait, did we? It's been a little while. What the fuck is the last movie I saw?
0: Top Gun, I guess.
1: Probably Probably
0: Top Gun. That was a while back, though. I thought you—I thought you had tweeted out that you guys just went to see something or something. I thought, but hmm. maybe I'm misremembering.
1: Maybe I can't think of anything. It must not have been very memorable.
0: <laughs> um. Yeah. So I signed up for a month of WoW. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, I. I yeah guess. much
1: like much like uh eric uh I, w- I when you tweeted out that picture i was like i don't know if he signed up for wow or if he signed up for wrath of the lich king <laughs> classic yeah because that was i don't know if that's just became available or what but you know
0: yeah the yeah the classic just i think it just launched with wow
1: mm-hmm. um, so UB, you signed up for standard ass wow because there's a yeah, new expansion just... coming out in november
0: Dragon well, fight? I I don't know. I just had an itch to like sure. heal. I was like, oh, I'd like to go into a raid <laughs> or, you know a dungeon and heal and see what I can do. And um, yeah,
1: I I liked know. healing in uh, dungeons.
0: Oh, I just don't like questing.
1: Like questing yeah. to me is boring. Oh yeah, it's a grind.
0: It's just it's just such a a a drag on. Th- and like you're not really paying attention. What's going on? You're just clicking shit, you know? And I hate that. You know, Josh is out there probably fucking making up all kinds of cool quests, funny <laughs> quests. Yeah. And people are just going, accept, yes, whatever. Look, it's, yeah, it's, you know, well, it's just okay. Right it's, hand side. Okay, I'll they, do that shit.
1: There, there are plenty of people in the world that enjoy those. So, you know, it's okay to not enjoy those.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, but, uh, yeah, so I loaded it up and, like, apparently. So, like, I I did the time walking. So, time walking stuff is like, where for a week, uh, they take old dungeons and make it so you scale down to them when you're gear, and you run those. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I did the I I loaded up and it was like Wrath of Lich King stuff. I was like, oh, this is kind of appropriate for right now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so I was like, oh man, I, I, I was like, I remember these, but I don't remember them. You know, it's like, oh, I remember doing this stuff. Uh, and so I started doing those and it was like I would do like two or three and I get a level and I was like, oh man, this is fucking fast XP. This is no time at all. And so I loaded up and my character I think was level fifty. Which was you know, they've scaled everything down. So I don't know what the fuck that would mean in like real levels that we used to have. But uh so my character's level fifty and uh, which I guess was like the max level of the previous expansion. So I had to go through and get 10 more levels. And it only took me like maybe six hours of gameplay. Hmm. I did maybe like two to three sessions of, of just running dungeons uh, over over the course of a couple of days. And it was like, yeah, I got to 60. And then I started asking like questions about like, hey, so like what's this? What is this? What is that? And they're like, "Oh yeah, you should have done the quests," because <laughs> like it unlocks a whole bunch of shit that I have oh. no access to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that
1: that that sounds about right. I remember those.
0: And so it's like, yeah, they're like, yeah, you should have you should have done the quest because that unlocks this system and this this and you can do this with your gear and you can do this and that and get a legendary weapon and this and that. And I was like whatever i fucking i'm done with this game <laughs> <laughs> i've played a little bit more of it but yeah it's just all like okay well i did i did do a raid with eric um it was funny cuz i did i've you can just look you can go into looking for raid now uh and so you can just join up a random gr- uh random group of people doing a raid and it's really easy usually and it's like if you just know don't stand in shit, move away from people when mm-hmm. you get something on you and maybe hide behind things or break line, of, you know, break line aside or or it's just it's just common kind of shit. Right. It's yeah. just like and it, it's there. I think there has been one or two kind of unique things, maybe possibly, but it's like, it, you know, it's just. Okay this boss is this This boss gives you this, this Okay it's just you get a debuff Or you gotta heal through this Or yeah it's just It's kinda like just rinse and repeat And um, I did fine with the looking for raid But as soon as I joined Eric And his, his guild To do one It, it was not so good uh, There was like s- some coordination issues, I think. Yeah, and it was like, oh, it's like I had PTSD of doing raids with guilds. Like, uh, I don't like this anymore. I don't, I don't know if I want to even. do Careful, this. Matt.
1: We don't want to get kicked out of this guild.
0: I'm not in this guild.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm you're fucking, not in the. <laughs> yeah, they got
0: cross cross faction now. I'm I'm horde. They're alliance. Oh, okay. But you can still like join up for raids, I think, together.
1: <laughs> and, That's always going to be the downfall for for you and multiplayers having to rely on other people. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and and uh, so it's like, yeah, I don't know, like, and now you know, it's it's just, yeah, it's. Plus, taking then, me back.
1: Yeah, you'd have to you'd have to get into the like. Okay, I got now. I got to gear up. I, well, gotta...
0: I, I will say it's nice to be in voice chat with people doing sure things,
1: yeah know? that makes sense
0: um but when it comes to just the frustrations of having to get people to do things like it's not good it's it's not good Justin. So. <laughs> and I think you know when I look back on us playing wow i do you know, i I recall like I was talking with somebody the other day about how remembering when we when we went from burning crusade to wrath of the lich king and how i was like oh my god this is so awesome like when we got over to howling fjord and it was just like a different you know it's just different yeah you know, it's just like a whole nother story.
1: i mean burning crusade was pretty different but for some reason yeah. i mean I, I wasn't there for burning crusade launch i'm sure that was fucking incredible for everybody. but
0: Well, I mean, we all played Burning Crusade together, though, right? Yeah, I
1: played it, but at that point, it was like old news, I guess. It was still pretty impressive. But... I
0: don't know, we were pretty impressed by uh, Xander... Or... Zander, think, Shit, or...
1: man. I was impressed by... Yeah, yeah, I was impressed by the mushroom area, but...
0: yeah, of well, the Litz yeah. King
1: was special for us, because we were there at launch.
0: Yeah.
1: And it looked better. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah and it, it but it was funny cuz i was flying over it uh, i was flying into howling fjord for something and there was a th- there was a part in howling fjord where there's like um what do you call that uh, a a grove i guess or something where it was a, it's supposed to be a scene of basically i think a hill with some trees around it and a ray of sunlight coming down into it but it's just funny flying into it because it's just a fucking texture of light. Yeah. You know, it's just like this fucking, you know, just, and it, it, it's only like halfway in the sky. Uh, you're flying over it where this, it's just, it's just so fucking bad. You know, I mean, it's, it's bad because of how we've advanced, but in that time when we were playing Wrath of the, Le- we were like, oh my God, the scenery, look at what they've done. Like, Oh, they got this going on. They got that, and it's just funny to go back to when you know what we expect now, though, and be like, "Boy, this is some hot garbage now." <laughs> and somebody, I think somebody was asking me about class, and I was like, "Nah, man, I'm I'm good on that. Like, we've done this. Like, why would I want to do it? Like, the reason why it was good the first time was because I had my friends with me, and it was new." You know, <laughs> I don't need to relive that again. Like, yeah. I don't know why I thought I wanted to relive it again in the first place. Uh, back when Just I nostalgia, right?
1: Like, just that yeah. feeling like, yeah. And,
0: you know, I think, I don't know. It's so nice to have people to talk to, though, and play games with. Yeah. Um, To have that camaraderie and you're all working towards a goal. And you're all helping one another do it and run it. like uh, that's the idea of like, you know, getting four other people to run a dungeon. That was cool back in the day, you know?
1: Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, it was I, it was I, fun when
1: it was you and me and Jeremy and Mandy and uh, Mandy's little brother, who was probably like fucking 30 at this point. I don't know. Uh, doing the, what, It was him we, we mostly did the achievements with, right?
0: uh or was it second well i mean we did we did stuff with charles
1: yeah that's true um and in cataclysm with, right
0: yeah and we did stuff you know with i don't i mean we did all that stuff with tanist and all his guild
1: sure um but yeah i enjoyed the chase of those achievements to yeah get those just, that, the part doing of heroics
0: thing. and trying to get you know, all right, we got to beat this boss and you got a bloodlust, you got to do whatever you got to down him before he enrages or whatever. Because, um, yeah, one of those Wrath of Lich King, it took me back to uh, the boss. He's trying to transform into a mammoth. And so you're having to constantly interrupt him before he transforms. Oh, yeah. And there was an achievement to beat him before he can transform. And I remember that just being really hard. Mm-hmm. Like, it was always like, oh fuck. Well, let's just down them. Let's yeah, the fuck Rest- on. We'll restart again last time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's just just remembering all that stuff and like, but you, you forget how vast that stuff was. I ran Winter Grasp the other day, mm-hmm. and I was like, I don't remember what the fuck the goal of Winter was. <sighs> I was like do you remember Wintergrass? <laughs>
1: yeah. It was their it was their idea for like a an always PVP zone and there were events like I think what was it like four times a day there would be uh
0: I think it was more than that like was when like I thought it was like every hour maybe or once or an hour you're hours. right it was
1: like every hour or so um some kind of event? I don't even know what you would get I out of it. it was
0: the zone, but do you remember the PvP? Like, the actual, like, event?
1: No, that's... that. Yeah, I don't... I, I just know that it so was some it sort was of like, event. I don't know what you got for it. I remember, like, you had to, like... I think...
0: I think one team's attacking, and one team is defending. And you have, like, this castle fortress. And you would go claim these areas on the map, and you could build these siege weapons. You'd have, like, a catapult... Uh, I think one shot flame, I think, and then the other one's like a a rammer. And one team is trying to break down the walls to get into the center of the building, and the other team is defending it. Mm. I that's what I got out of redoing it again <laughs> for the first time, and like who knows where are the walls
1: now? Yeah,
0: yeah, and you'd have cannons on the walls, and you could yeah um, shoot shoot at these things, and like. Uh, so I was like, I don't I, I don't know what I'm doing here. I don't know what's going on.
1: Uh, it's so weird. Try, try to heal people. To think of. Uh, it's so weird to think of like. Those things still firing off. In a digital game. 14 years after we originally were playing that. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like there's some like mental disconnect to think of like oh yeah i remember we did this 14 years ago in this very same game and it's still triggering off like and it's been triggering off this whole time except during maintenance yeah. time i don't know i don't know why that is a weird thought to me
0: yeah well it's like i tweeted out that proximo commercial like arena still a thing yeah uh they have like they have a new mode that's like solo queue or something and so basically you get in a 3v3 match and you just rotate it just you play six rounds and you're rotated in with every single team huh? with every single person you play with every single person Um, and so it's very awful (sighs) because when I joined it I only had like 65k health maybe probably around 65k health but everybody else seemed to have like 100k health and so i was immediately always the first one to lose and it was it's basically whoever can kill a person first so justin every time every time i was always the loser whatever team I was on was always the loser because my health was the worst. So it was like, I was like, what is even the point of this mode? Like if, if it's if it's, if the team, if the person that is always the lowest hit points is always the target, aren't they always losing? Like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Like, like how does that person ever get wins? <laughs> they hope that somebody with lower HP joins? I guess. Yeah. Like I didn't understand that mode. Maybe, you know, hmm. I should tweet at Josh or something and be like, "Hey Josh, you got to explain this mode." <laughs> right? It makes no damn sense to me whatsoever. Like because I thought it was like a like a 3v3 arena. Like you, mm-hmm. you keep going until all three people are dead. Right, but no, it's as soon as one person dies, that's they're the losing
1: team. I guess so the idea like, is like you gotta focus your healing energies and protect that person.
0: I guess, but like I couldn't run out of people. I couldn't run away from people. Mm. I got stun. You know the you know the classic PvP shit that you hate. You get stun locked, or you got these two people just fighting up on you. It's like I can't do anything about this. And it's even worse when you don't know what the fuck your character does in PvP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I did it. I joined up just because they had a. I think they had a quest for it or something like. Yeah. Just go try this mode, and you know you'll get some rewards for it and stuff. And I was like, okay, I'll try it. And it was like, oh, this this mode's garbage. I'll never try this again. I don't know what. I don't even. I, if I was a DPS like tank or something, that'd be great, I guess, or something. But. Me being a fucking lowly healing shaman, I'm good. (laughs) My gear's nowhere near great, so I'll never play this
1: mode. Yeah.
0: But it was fun to play Uh, whatever the mode was. I think in Burning Crusade, right? Where you had to get the towers on either side, but there was a capture the flag in the middle.
1: Mm, That sounds vaguely familiar. I didn't do a lot of Battlegrounds. I didn't do near as much as you guys did.
0: Yeah. I love Battlegrounds.
1: I liked I liked healing in battlegrounds just because no one else ever did that and it felt very yeah, powerful one. and broken.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what I was doing. I was just yeah. running around healing and stuff, and I didn't get to play a Wrathy Basin. I remember like in a Wrathy Basin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I,
1: I know the Arathi towers power. one you're talking about. That was the one that uh, I remember playing a lot with Jeremy and Mandy. I don't remember. I think they were trying to trying to grind out a faction or something.
0: I think it was a Wrath of Lich King PVP. I'm pretty sure. Burning
1: yeah, uh, Bernie Crusade well, is what I was thinking of. I don't know. It was burning crusade. You may be right, because it
0: isn't Spacey. That's what you know, I was spacey thinking. Time.
1: It was like uh it was like the pink the pink soil spacey time. Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: <laughs> Spacey time. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right on that. You're probably definitely right on that. Um Well dinner's anyways, ready. Yeah. So Oh. Well <laughs> we go in about uh, two hours. <laughs> uh
1: if you got some
0: last thing i got like okay. i got just a couple more things just okay. a couple more things you remember undermine journal <laughs> it was just funny i had to go look up to like i was like what was the thing that we used to look up prices of items in WoW? <laughs> and wow i was and so i googled it and i was like oh yeah is that what we used undermine journal well Th- thoughtbot probably or uh
1: Maybe yeah, it, if ThoughtBot is the auction... I think I used Auctioneer, actually. I think I had the built-in.
0: Well, yeah, I mean... When that still want, worked. But yeah, if you wanted to know something that couldn't scan...
1: I see, or yeah. Or
0: something that wasn't up on the auction house... Or like a
1: general it. price across servers. Yeah. Huh.
0: But Undermine Journal. Uh, last thing I got... Is it evening or evening... Because I was like, these are spelled the same way.
1: I think it'd go either way.
0: And then I was like, if you were to divide the evening time equally, would you be evening the uh, even?
1: Uh, yes, he would. <laughs> All right, I'll let you go. Even out. Mm. Yeah, no, I can't tack on anything else to that one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, well, thanks for episode 463 of Outlandish Podcast. If you have access an email, you can do so at You can follow us on Facebook at Outlandish Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter, Outlandish Cash. You can follow me, Outlandish Matt. You can follow Justin, Outlandish Beats. You're changing your picture on your Twitter profile. Really fucked me up today. Yeah,
1: I thought about that. Whenever I see someone else do it, I'm like, who the fuck is? Oh, they changed their fucking profile picture. It's how...
0: more annoying when, when somebody changes their fucking name. On there, Jennifer.
1: I actually find that less annoying because I'm so used to identifying accounts by their uh, their icon. I almost changed my name as well, but I was like, that'll be, that'll just, people will just be like, who the fuck is this?
0: <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I don't know who the, when I see a retweet or a reply, I go look at the thing and I'm all like, who the fuck is slam a damn up Joe Biden ding dong or whatever. <laughs> He's like, I don't know who the fuck that is.
1: <laughs> well, the picture is still the same. And then I'm gonna, and the handle.
0: Oh, well, I'm saying in a, in a thing, though, I'm looking at a retweet, and all it says down at the bottom is so-and-so retweeted this. Oh. And I'm like, I don't know who the fuck that is. <laughs> Who's putting this shit in my timeline? Mm. And I'm like, ah, just. Hmm. And then it makes it real hard if you want to go try to tweet it. It's like you said, uh, it's not Death Former anymore. It's like Metal. Something. Oh, that's
1: right. It might be Metal Former.
0: I don't even know if it's used Metal be, Former. It
1: used to be you couldn't change your Twitter, Twitter handle, your like actual handle.
0: It's like Metal Cakes or some shit, probably. Or yes. Death I'm, sh- metal. I'm sure it's Metal Cakes. <laughs> <laughs> Now I'm trying to figure it out real quick. Uh, God damn it. It's going to be hard to figure out because I can't go look it up.
1: It's metal made crafts. Oh. There you go. Free plug, buddy at metal made crafts. And
0: He's... what's the name of the account? Though? Is it,
1: that is the name of the account.
0: <laughs> oh, that's the name on it. And the at symbol Oh,
1: metal, metal atom.
0: metal Adam. See, that's what I'm saying. People don't keep up with, just keep your shit. The same as your fucking at Twitter handle. So I know who the fuck you are. Alright. See you later. Alright. Bye. Bye. All so right, we, there you
1: go. Say, thank you for listening to Outlandish. Thank you, Outlandish. Good enough.